Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Yeah, I said, excuse me? You could have done some scams real quick, if we're being honest. You need to control the line to make sure that people are not running over each other to go get these TVs. I said, what the hell? Not for $10 an hour. Uh, bruh! No. And guess what I did? I took my happy ass out there and handed out the tickets because, you know, that was my college job at the time. Keep them coming. I want to talk more about this. It makes me happy. <laughs> the time you got, got. Headlines next on The Get Right. Final hour of The Get Right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. You're a home of the American League champion Texas Rangers. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. What up? Chris Strong holding down for you. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey. I'm going to get you caught up on the latest headlines on this Tuesday night. The truckred.com text line 877-881-1053. A busy Tuesday night here as the Rangers await their opponent. How about that? The Rangers awaiting their opponent in the 2023 World Series. It's getting tight in Philadelphia right now. As, A lot of lemon booty. As, woo! As the Philadelphia Phillies are looking to find a way to come back from a two-run deficit right now as they are down 4-2 to two in the top of the ninth inning. Uh, Zach Wheeler did a hell of a job being able to hold things together to try and help that Phillies offense uh, be able to score some runs. But right now, with one out in the top of the ninth, the Diamondbacks are up 4-2 to two as they are looking to punch their ticket to the World Series for the first time since winning it back in 2001. That's how long it's been for the Diamondbacks. That's how we kick off your headlines on this Tuesday night here on 105.3 The Fan. Um, the Mavericks get off to their season start tomorrow. We were talking a little NBA a little bit earlier as y'all keep continuing to rolling in. On the text line, 877-811053, that time you got got. Mm-hmm. Were you able to decipher that one particular Yeah, one? so okay. what it seemed like was happening is they said they got got when they were working in retail because they were working at a sporting goods store. Mm-hmm. And someone came to check up and check out, and they were like, all right, did you find everything? Are you ready to pay? And they were like, no, I just wanted to show y'all what I was going to steal. And he's like, well, you better run. And then they did. <laughs> and in my estimation, I mean, you ain't get got. Store got got. Like those are different things. <laughs> Unless you own the store or something. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, I, and I understand that might sound crass to folks that are like, "You work at the store, you need to help them not lose money." No, 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 no. That's not my job. 
My job is to check folks out. They said that they didn't need to be checked out. I had uh, completed my duty. Wow. I mean, most of those stores also have like a no chase policy and everything, like for liability reasons. So what you want me to do? Apparently, Kevin Hangel didn't adhere to that that one time. And you know what happened? He caught that pink slip. He sure did. By the way, when was the last time that someone actually got handed a pink slip? Because like that's well, it's a, a fun great, way of saying somebody question. got fired. I just don't know that anybody actually do does they it actually anymore. do that these days. No, that's a great question. Uh, but the Mavericks they get off to their season opener tomorrow, and some interesting you know thoughts going into that game because. Um, the projected lineup for that game, according to the Mavericks game notes, as they take on Victor Wimbanyama and the San Antonio Spurs, check out the starting lineup they've got on their probable starters list. Kyrie Irving. Makes sense. Luka Doncic. Okay, I was waiting. I was like, I feel like that should have been name one, but okay. Mm-hmm. Grant Williams. That was the given. Derek Lively. We kind of gotten used to the idea that that's that's the best center option, and I understand that if you if you believe that to be the case, which I do, that still raises some questions, but still makes sense. Get ready for six fouls and a cloud of dust after that. All right. Oh no. Okay. He'll have a block or two in before that. Derek Jones Jr. That's where it's interesting because it wasn't it just yesterday uh, before the deadline to extend players that Josh Green got an extension. He did. Three years, $41 million. Yeah, which, I mean, it's in that kind of mid-tier of extensions. And, I mean, it's it's a good deal for the Mavericks, but I thought that that kind of solidified the idea that that's your starter, right? He's making a decent amount of money, making kind of starter money, and he's, um, you know, a player that you anticipate being there for a while. So, like, you know, have him in that opportunity, in that role to continue to grow. And uh, that's that's the next evolution in his game, right, being a consistent starter on this league, in this team. Derrick Jones Jr. is not where I anticipated you, you'd go there. Like, he seemed to be a dude that could maybe be in your rotation. He's, you know, long, lean, jumps high. but um, Very athletic guy. Yeah, I, I did not anticipate him as a starter. That's, uh, that's interesting. So, Jason Kidd tends to experiment with his lineups. We have seen this before where he tries to figure out different things and combinations to try different stuff, this may be one of those instances because I tend to think the best starting five that he could roll out based on the team's composition right now, Luka, Kyrie, Grant Williams, Josh Green, and Derek Lively as your as your center. But I'm interested to see what this looks like with Derek Jones. I've I, always liked Derek Jones and his ability since mm-hmm. he's, what did he start in Miami, right? Believe so. I've always been interested in his abilities. I and we were also we also started talking once we saw this. Could this possibly just be like a matchup uh specific thing for the San Antonio Spurs and the unique challenges that are posed by Victor Wimbayama? That may be some of that there as well, because Victor Wimbayama, I mean, he's a matchup nightmare. As we're starting to start figure out a little bit. But I still find it very curious that they would go with Derek Jones Jr. in this particular case because Jones, who has been in the league for a while now, uh, this is going into his seventh season as an NBA player, and I'm trying to remember if he did start in Miami. That sounds right. Um, no, Phoenix. Oh, that's right. He was in Phoenix. Spent a couple years in Phoenix. Then he went to Miami. Three years in Miami, Portland, and Chicago the last two seasons. 
But I think this is all more about Jason Kidd trying to figure out what his lineups are starting to look like. I think ultimately that's where he will settle in with Green, Williams, Doncic, Irving, and Derek Lively. But the bigger question is, you know, Luka Doncic is dealing with the calf injury right now. He's already going to be dealing with a thigh injury that's been a lingering problem for quite some time now. How healthy is he going to be throughout the course of the season? He was talking today about, you know, he's feeling not feeling any soreness right now from the calf injury, but still determining how he will feel as he gets ready to play, it appears, tomorrow night in San Antonio. Yeah, I think that that's, that's going to be a big question. Can I go back to Jared Jones real quick? One of the things that also perplexes me about him starting at the three position is with that three, what you also want is spacing. Derrick Jones Jr. is a career 30% three-point shooter. Yeah, I hope we're not looking to him to shoot threes. I hope that's not the case. Well, I don't know what kind of spacing you're anticipating if he ends up being the starter. Now, all of this we're basing off of the um, media guy saying, yeah. game notes saying he's a probable starter. We get there and he's absolutely not. So we're just kind of talking um, out our keisters in a way. But no, yeah, Luka Doncic and him having this nagging injury is a concern because that was what he was dealing with last year, right? And it was, it's one of the questions as to why people are asking, hey, uh, playing on this this basketball in the offseason, what's happening with that? Um, because he, it's an injury that's also only really helped with rest, and he hasn't given it an opportunity to do that. So we know that he ends up being some level of like warrior and tries to battle through it, but ultimately – the effort is one thing. What is the result that you get through that effort? And also, the effort on defense all is, is one of the things that's necessary. And if he has this hampering him, I'm interested in seeing what level of defensive effort you actually ultimately get outside of just the talking in the offseason. Yeah, because I tend to think around Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, you're going to need a lot of space. Guys that can shoot the basketball, yep. space the floor, yep. allow for driving lanes for Luka and Kyrie. And I don't know how Jerry Jones provides uh, that in that particular situation. So... We'll see what the lineup ultimately looks like tomorrow night as the Mavericks open up their 23-24 NBA season. Speaking of that, it's halftime in San Francisco. Phoenix up 61-46 at the half right now as they open up their season. Meanwhile, the Denver Nuggets, they open up their defense of their NBA championship with a convincing win over the Los Angeles Lakers. Shout out to Anthony Davis, who didn't score. Check this out, Chris. You, me, and Reg combined to score the same amount of points that Anthony Davis did in the second half. That's nasty business. Where's my $40 million? Come on, man. Uh, good question. That's a great question, in fact. Yeah, he scored zero points in the second half than Anthony Davis. Yeah, this was uh, another championship-level um, output from the Nuggets. It seemed like... The Lakers gave them a real a real charge as they you know they got out early. The Lakers really closed it down, and the the Nuggets did this thing that we seemed to see a whole bunch in the postseason last year was when they decided, okay, now we need to go win this game. And so it's fun to see that the Nuggets still have that, and uh, it's also good for the Lakers to see, hey man, still some work to do, including Anthony Davis, who they've talked about the idea of him becoming kind of like the number one guy in all reality. And playing all the games ain't the only part of that. Showing up in the big moments is. And, of course, game one is not everything in the end-all, be-all. But, hey, let's start Let's start seeing some of that AD. Nikola Jokic, 29 points on 12 of 22 from the field. LeBron James, 21 points, 10 of 16 from the field in the 119-107 loss. Uh, these two teams won't see each other again until February the 8th. So, long time before these two teams get together. Uh, we were talking about Anthony Davis and what he finished with. In this game, he wound up with uh, 17 points 
Again, none of which came in the second half. It was a negative 17. Oh, that's not good. Uh, KG. The Texas Rangers are in the World Series. That's right. We know that. Who's going to meet them? We don't know yet, but we have reached the last frame or what would probably be the last Ooh. frame of baseball in the NLCS as the Diamondbacks lead 4-2 to two going into the bottom of the ninth in Philly. Um, you want to know who's up to bat in the bottom of the ninth? Sure. It begins with uh, a man named Nick Castellanos. That's not a bad start. Then uh, Brandon Marsh. Not bad either. And then after that, it's uh, Rojas, uh, their center fielder. Um, I'm not certain that they get this thing done, man. Nick, and the thing that's I, I think is good for the Diamondbacks, even if Nick Castellanos goes yard on you, that is one. They need two. Yeah, they've been good for a lot of solo shots in this series. But, yeah, the Diamondbacks right now with uh, Seawald on the mound to try and close it out are up 4-2 to two in the bottom of the ninth. So the Phillies down to their last three outs. Uh, we will know before we think, we will know before this show ends who the Rangers. Oh, they would just go and get into an extra inning. <laughs> slug out before. Um, but it's looking like we will know who the Rangers World Series opponent will be. Uh, before this show ends, so who? I mean, let's say that the Diamondbacks finish the out, they get these last three outs. What's your confidence level going into the World Series at that point? Rangers beat the brakes off them. Okay, so Rangers in what three, two, five? Okay, very good. No, I, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. I was too. I mean, the the <laughs> the Diamondbacks are the little engine that could. This team won 84 games in the regular season. They're a really athletic team. Corbin Carroll's probably going to be the National League Rookie of the Year for them. Um, they got some good starting pitching. But, I mean, this Rangers lineup is just so damn powerful. Uh, I don't know how the Diamondbacks contend with that over the course of a seven-game series as the Diamondbacks now are two outs away from reaching the World Series. But, yeah, I, I feel like the Rangers have uh, the better lineup and the way that they have played – I'm not scared of this team going on the road either. No, I mean, I think I think you hit the nail on the head for me, which is the Rangers lineup is a monster and a menace to deal with. I know that Diamondbacks have had some solid starting pitching in particular. The games that they've won against the Phillies, they've either they've held the Phillies to not a lot of scoring, or there's one game, which I believe was game four, where they won six to five. Um, that's not how this is going to work. You're not going to hold the Rangers to one run, I don't think. So I think that I, I'm not sure that the Diamondbacks have enough firepower to go mano y mano with the Rangers. Um, of course, we have a lot of opportunity to talk about that as we'll, we'll find out for sure what happens here in a second. And then we'll also have tomorrow um, to also have conversations and Thursday to have conversations before game one of the World Series starts on Friday. You can hear that broadcast st- starts at 630. And of course, first pitch would be 703, I think is the number that we've officially right. been given right here on your home of the ALCS winning Texas Rangers 105-3 fan. One person who will be tested in that series if the Diamondbacks do go ahead and advance to the World Series is Jonah Heim. And I say that from the standpoint of controlling the running game Mm -hmm. of Arizona because they like to steal bases. In fact, in the last two games alone of the uh, NLCS, they've stolen eight bases. Is that a lot? Uh, that, that's quite a bit. Okay. So this is a team that likes to run, and you've got to control them and not get, allow them to get on base because uh, they like to move. From the 904, the Diamondbacks got a good bullpen, man. I'm sure, like, but I don't, I don't think that they have 
I don't think they have the wherewithal to contend with a team like the Rangers that one through nine is not going to give you easy outs. And the thing that I've, I've um, you know, really marveled at for the Rangers this year, and I've said it time and time again through this postseason, the way that they can, you know, stack up hits. It's when they start going, they build an inning. It's here's here's a double, here's a single, here's a single, here's a double, right? And then you don't even need the big uppercut swing, although they got that for you too, to be able to put two, three runs on the board in an inning. And those are the ones that are really, uh, you know, worrisome if you're facing this Texas Rangers. Those are some of your headlines here on the Get Right. We're Reggie KG here on 105.3 The Fan, your home, of course, of the American League champion Texas Rangers. When we come back, we will know who the Rangers World Series opponent will be. And some college football takeaways from what was a wild weekend college football action. Next on the Get Right. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back here on the Get Right, your home of the American League champion, Texas Rangers. It's official. We've got ourselves a World Series matchup. Your Texas Rangers on Friday night. Game one of the Fall Classic will be at Globe Life Field. They will be hosting the Arizona Diamondbacks after they take games six and seven on the road. Where have you heard that before? As they defeat oh, these. They, they, they want to beat the Rangers so bad. They beat the Philadelphia Phillies. Four to two, the Diamondbacks in the World Series for the first time since 2001 when they won their World Series, defeating the New York Yankees in seven games in that epic fall classic. That means a team in the Arizona Diamondbacks who won, check this out, 84 games during the regular season in consecutive series beat the Dodgers. And the reigning defending National League champion Philadelphia Phillies just reigning in back-to-back series to advance to the World Series. Rangers in five. 
Yeah, I like that. Uh, we go with that. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. You, uh, you with that? 100%. Chris, you with that? Hundred percent. Um, but okay, I don't, I don't know I'm things. In on, I'm in on that. Okay. I, I don't know things. I'm not gonna pretend like I know things. I, although I did, I did say Rangers in seven, but I'm not gonna pretend like I knew definitively. We both said Rangers like that. seven. Look at that. That's true. Um, I know Fox is sick. They got the Rangers, oh. which is you know big, big market. They could have. Oh, you was, you was, thinking, you was looking for big numbers. They wanted big numbers. Big bro. numbers. They thought they had it. <laughs> they thought they had it. <laughs> From the two and four, to be fair, the Dodgers beat themselves in the playoffs. Well, they you know, sure do. You know, hey man. Uh, speaking of. Your man Dave Roberts better watch his back. Okay, so here's what's wild about the Dodgers. Okay. Did you know this? The last four full seasons of Major League Baseball, the Dodgers have won over 100 games. They have not advanced to the National League Championship Series in any of them. Well, now, of course, this, well, well, this, well, well, well. this excludes the 2020 COVID year when there was only, you know, 60 games and, and you know, they won the World Series. Shout sure. out to Corey Seager. Yep, yep, yep. But the last four times they won 100 games, didn't make the championship series. That's tough. Uh, but now the Diamondbacks are back in it. So, uh, real quick thoughts, real quick, before we get to college football on the matchup. Chris, how you feeling? It almost makes me more nervous that we're the favorites now. Does oh, really? Sense? You don't like the you don't well, like this position? I mean, don't remember, the Rangers been the favorites for a little while now. Yeah, no, I'm just saying yeah. that you don't like this position where the Rangers are in right now? I mean, we went up against two 100-win teams. That's right. We went up against the defending champs. Mm-hmm. Reigning. Reigning champs, either <laughs> way. And then, I don't know. I felt like the Phillies might have been, okay, another Goliath. Go at it. You feel like the you Rangers are not going to take the Diamondbacks seriously? You're going to annoy me, Chris. Don't annoy me tonight. Hey, I'm don't saying Rangers in five. Rangers in five. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Bring it back around. Right, some good vibes. <laughs> Look, I don't want to I don't want to go back to it, but I was so annoyed after game five, not by the Rangers, but by Rangers fans that was re- willing to say that it was over. And I'm like, have y'all watched this team? Have y'all seen the way they've been playing? Come on, dog. They don't hoop. What was the Rangers record versus the Diamondbacks this year? That's a great question that I should probably look up. All right, while I do that, uh, would you like to do the thing where we start talking about the thing in college football? Uh, yes, big takeaways from college football this past weekend. As um, oh boy, I, I got. Was I got, there a game in particular that caught your estimation or caught your uh, imagination? Well, there, that slobber knocker in the Big Ten this past weekend with Penn yeah. State and Ohio State. Yeah. Now Ohio State gets the win there. What twenty to twelve in that game. Uh, but for me, I still have questions about their quarterback. Now, Tom McCourt? Yeah, I don't have questions about Marvin Harrison Jr. All right. They... It's, it's Jr. We're, we're good here. I don't feel comfortable. Just relax. We're not talking about Harvin Marison. Okay? We're not talking about him. Uh, his son, though, is a baller. No problem there. Can their quarterback, though, be the difference going into the rest of the year as no but i want to speak on that before i speak on that mm-hmm. the rangers were one in three versus arizona this season oh really but that don't mean nothing they weren't okay. they weren't particularly great against houston this year they were four and nine so okay it do not matter i do not care um <laughs> he said bring that ass that uh a diamond back ass out here bring it do out snakes here. have asses Important question. Anyways, mark, mark that. I'm marking it. I Thank think that you. no. I want to sp- spread that far wide. Thank you. I want to. I want to get an answer to that. I'm, <laughs> I'm just an inquisitive person. No, when it comes to Ohio State, I think what 
Uh, what might be messing with our brains here, and I'll speak to me particularly because I don't want to speak for anybody else. Um, Ohio State, we, we I've gotten used to Ohio State having a factor offensively, right, and being a team that offensively gets these things done. I think that we might be seeing Ohio State move into a time period right now where this is like a defensively led team because defense, they're, they're nice. They have a good defense, and it might just be that they have to have the offense that – plays complementary as opposed to being like the front forward facing portion of it like we typically anticipate Ohio State being maybe akin to maybe not exactly like what we've seen from like Georgia at times where it's like oh man the defense is a monster and the offense needs to do enough and so with that being the case I think that that's where I was like hey man Ohio State is open for one of these losses and I thought Penn State could be that its situation, but Penn State offensively didn't do nothing. And part of that is because Ohio State was very good defensively. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe maybe that's what's been clouding my judgment on Ohio State, and I need to give them more credit. So I think that with the Kyle McCord thing, that might that's that's where I fell, where I, I did not have a lot of faith in Kyle McCord as like a high-level, make-a-difference player, but I also am starting to think maybe he does not have to be that level. Maybe it's an unreasonable bar to put on him. I mean, 7-0, 4-0 in the Big Ten – you know, careening toward a matchup with Michigan, you know, as long as they get out of the way from taping, you know, other teams and whatnot, that kind of thing. Man, there are, there are teams that are clamoring for the idea of Michigan being banned from the um, from the Big Ten championship game. Are you serious? They're trying. Now, of course, only God knows what the Big Ten actually does with that because the Big Ten will look up and be like, hey, that's the money. Hold on. That and, oh, that's right. A lot of other people and other teams do this. This is not a... Oh, uh, not necessarily exactly the same where he's out here recording these practices or recording these signals and stuff. Um, it's... We, we could talk more about that. And actually, let me go on because I had a had an article about this and I went and lost it. Anyways, I'll find it. Another takeaway from this weekend, uh, what's up with Jared's Trojans at this point? Because they're looking real funny in the light right now. Look, man. I'm looking at you, Lincoln Riley. Your man, Lincoln Riley, has to decide that he actually wants to be good at this <laughs> in a real way. And why I say that is he has consistently been content with the defense that is brought by Alex Grinch, and that's not a high-level defense. Right. On top of that, they they need to have an offensive line that's capable and not lean so much on the idea of Caleb Williams being out here doing stuff. And if one of these things got to be some level of dominant to play at the elite level of this. And it probably doesn't help that you look up, and this is one of the better Pac-12 years that we've seen in the last five, ten mm-hmm. years. And so, I yeah, expected you, USC to be at the top. You're playing teams that are really tough and capable of making this difficult mm-hmm. on you. You need to have something that's more stable than a defense that is so-so if, you know, at that, and then an offense that is so independently dependent on your quarterback making things happen especially with uh, not a good protection on the offensive line. <laughs> That's right, 817. You heard me. I said what I said. You said what you said. Uh, Clemson, are they good anymore? Define good, right? Like, this is this is the thing. Well, they've defined, you know, spectacular over the last, you know, decade with, you know, the success of Dabble Sweeney winning mm-hmm. multiple national championships there. It's funny because they had a string of quarterbacks where they went from, you know, Deshaun Watson to Trevor Lawrence. We thought DJ Uyunglele was going to be the next, you know, coming of those two. That didn't work out. He's been gone from there. This whole, you know, Klubnik thing has not been good either uh, at quarterback for 
for Clemson. So I, I don't know what direction that they're going in right now. They're going in a direction where they are a, a Clemson, right? Like, I think something that we have to remember is that, yeah, like you mentioned, there there's basically been two, two and a half quarterbacks that have been, like, incredibly high level. And then you looked up and we believed that that was going to be the always and forever. Right, you talk about Kelly Bryant, you talk about Deshaun Watson, who is now officially known as the Nasty Man. That's right. And then you talk about uh, Trevor Lawrence. You you just think that that's going to keep happening consistently, right? Like I think that that's unfair. And one thing you look at the offensive line has always been something that has been not at the same level as the the highest level of Power Five teams. Defensively, you you could usually count on them having a really good defense, particularly defensive line and things of that nature. But this might just be a situation where you look up and you go, hey, let's look at the longer arc of Clemson football and put this in those perspectives rather than the national championship run that they had for a good solid chunk of time, which is maybe more of this was the high watermark rather than this needs to be the standard all the time. And let me tell you, uh, Dabo talks in such a way where that is the way that he understands it to be because those people there, I hope and I imagine they understand. If you go ahead and get let go to Dabo, who is taking you to the highest point that this program has been, you can very easily be sorely disappointed on what's on the other side of that uh, that door. Yeah, I mean, fans should be upset. I mean, you know, K. Klubnik changing that <laughs> play call on fourth down that ended the game in double o- overtime. I mean, hey, you four- got you got me talking nice about that man, and I don't really even like Dabo Swinney. Yeah, I know like that. that's why I was like, what's going on here? Just uh, trying to be honest. But yeah, but Clemson now four and three on the season. Well, you know, when you you know, you, sometimes you can't stand up to the to the cream of college football like Duke and UNC. You know, like what are you going to do? What are you doing? Talking talking about what, what talking about the two of the four top twenty five ranked ACC programs, the North Carolina Tar Heels and the Duke Blue Devils. I don't understand. Now, Matt What's Brown, he's doing a fantastic job there. Like, don't say that too loud. He thrives on these things. He well, thrives. He thrives when people say things. Well, like look, that. he's got a quarterback that's. One of the best in the country in Drake That's right. May. That's right. You know, that that goes – we just talked about Clemson, the quarterback issues that they're having, even though the numbers say, you know, Clemson hasn't been awful. He just hasn't been on the level of what we've seen from quarterback play there for the last several years. But, yeah, Drake Mays, I mean, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. That, that'll make it happen. So, that will make it happen. Um, but as you run down the uh, top 25 real quick, just the top five this week, by the way, I'm going to let you all know real quick. Don't let my Missouri Tigers beat Georgia in two weeks. Okay. Look, I, I think you want to wait till we get there, dog. Um, we're on our bye week this week. I know. So we're you're already looking there. We're already yeah, we're already there. Which look, if, when it comes to Missouri, this is the best way to situate it to give you an opportunity um, to do that. Best start since we entered the SEC back in 2013. Mizzou seven and one right now, number 16 in the country, only behind LSU, of course, who beat them in Columbia. Uh, but Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, Washington make up your top five. Oklahoma survived a scare this past weekend against UCF. Uh, they're at number six. Texas at number seven. Oregon at number eight. Alabama back in the top ten. Okay, whatever. And number nine. Oh, which you ooh, know what? You know what? Here's, Let's explore that. For here's a the thing about the Alabama Uh-oh. thing. Oh, we we might be seeing them figuring out exactly how to make this particular iteration of Alabama work. Uh huh. And I don't. I'm not afraid of them per se. But that could they could be the nuisance. You get what I'm saying? Like they're not the typical Alabama where you're like, oh, that is the dominant. I think Georgia's taking some of that. You do realize they control their destiny right now 100%, in the 100%, SEC West. Hundred percent. I'm not saying that they are like 
not going to be. I I think that they can be the nuisance that gets into the uh, the playoff and then makes this hard for other folks. You still feel good about Georgia beating them in the SEC title game? Yeah, I, I I'm still there myself, but yeah. that Rock Bowers injury is you know. Wow, the the lad McConkey disrespect. That's nasty. Uh, oh wow, That's what we're doing. he's good. That's not just a joke. He doesn't just have a funny name. He's actually good at football. No, he is. Um, but yeah, quietly. That's that's the funny part about Alabama this year. They're kind of just quietly flying under the the radar, which isn't typical for a Nick Saban led program. Real quick before we go, because mm-hmm. I want to bring it back a little local talk. Big Twelve. I know I had gotten to the point and talked about it as I think that we're just going to get a Red River rematch when it comes to the uh, Big 12 championship game. You see the way that Texas had to sneak by Houston. What I tell y'all, y'all's laughing at me over the you know brother. The you, you ain't you ain't watched the Houston that I watched. That was not the Houston I've been watching. Anyways, I tried to um, tell you, hey, be on upset. I mean, Texas handled business, but I told you. Texas be on upset alert and, now. And, and, and the refs had a bad spot on the third down. They could have made this really <laughs> nasty. Um, and then Oklahoma had Gus Malzahn and them gave gave uh, Oklahoma a scare. Is there any chance in your mind that the Big 12 championship game isn't a Red River rivalry rematch? Uh, let me look real quick. Texas finishes up their schedule with, as my computer says, uh, let's see. Okay, so they got... Mm-hmm. They got two home games, BYU and Kansas State. Then they finish up on the road against TCU, Iowa State, and then back at home against the Red Raiders. And just for your edification, Oklahoma is at Kansas, at Oklahoma State, who kind of a little salty. Then they have West Virginia. They go to uh, Provo to play BYU, and they also have Joel Anderson's Texas Christian University. I think we're okay. You think we still end up with Oklahoma, Texas, part do? Do? I, 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 I don't know how to so. say that. I don't know why I said that. Um, that TCU game, I know TCU is, you know, not the TCU, obviously, of a year ago, but you never know in a a semi-rivalry game, if you will. They should beat BYU. They should beat the breaks off K-State. Um, And then. Who should be the breaks off K-State? Texas. Oh, that's funny. You, you you don't know that history there. I know the history. That's why I said it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you just being a jerk now? I am. Okay, that's You're fine. welcome. Uh, that game's in Austin, though, so I, I would favor Texas to win that game. But they've got a quarterback issue. Yes. Quinn Ewers. Which, why is, he, why is he out here running at linebackers? You know you small. You know this. And you the court, you know you the quarterback <laughs> of the team. Slide or get to the sideline. Why are you running at it? What are you doing? Who did he think he was? And now they got to worry about. Okay, so real quick before we go, mm-hmm. Malik Murphy, or do you Malik Murphy? You not burning that red shirt on Arch yet? Well, you have. Remind me the number of games before you burn the red shirt. I want to say it's games? four. I believe it's four, if I remember correctly. But no, Malik Murphy, all the way. Okay. Now if he goes down, oh, well then you just it's Arch Arch time. People been waiting for it anyways. We we thought we might get it last week. I don't, because when Q, when Quinn went down, they, the the broadcast was like, well, you know, Arch Manning has been taking the second team snaps all week. Acting like Malik Murphy hadn't been. Come on, man. No. By the way, maybe Texas should be scared. That whole BYU thing. What, what whole BYU thing? What are you talking about? Taysom Hill. When, when they gave up 550 yards <laughs> on the ground? Is that what you're talking about? Is that what you wanted to do? You just wanted to trigger all the Texas fans? 
You know we only got one more segment, but we would like them to stay for the final call. You know that, right? The Texas Rangers are headed to the World Series. They're going to beat the Diamondbacks. Their final call next on the Get Right. It's the final call here on the Get Right. We're Reggie KG on your home of the American League champion, Texas Rangers. 105.3 The Fan. One final time, Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. What up? Chris Strong holding down for you here. Really appreciate you having joined us on our four hours tonight. I want to thank Nui Scruggs, NBC5 Sports Director, also Levi Weaver mm-hmm. of The Athletic, and my guy, your guy, our favorite guy, Texas Rangers insider and play-by-play man, Jared Sandler, for joining us tonight, all via the Boomer Jacks Bar and Grill Hotline. If you missed anything during our four hours, hit the rewind button on the Odyssey app, or you can go to 1053thefan.com and hit the Get Right podcast page where you can listen to any episode anytime on demand. And you can check out all of our great content on YouTube as well. Search 1053thefan on YouTube and hit the subscribe button while you're there live on Twitch and on YouTube. We've got a World Series. We sure do. uh, That is set as the Texas Rangers will host Game one of the World Series on Friday night at 7.03 at Globe Life Field, and they will welcome in the Arizona Diamondbacks. And this is how it ended in Philadelphia for the Diamondbacks to reach the World Series for the first time since 2001. Seawall to strike away. Here he comes. Cave, a fly ball to right field over his Carroll. He's got it. And the Arizona Diamondbacks are headed to the World Series. The Diamondbacks have won the National League pennant. And the Fall Classic will return to the desert for the first time in 22 years. Brian Anderson on the call for TBS as Corbin Carroll and the Arizona Diamondbacks back in the Fall Classic for the first time in 20 years. Two years. Medford wasn't even born yet. That's right. The last time the Diamondbacks reached the World Series. Chris was barely here on Earth. Isn't that right, Chris? 2000. 2000 baby right there. Unbelievable. Wow. Wow. So you snuck in right before. Wow. Good gracious. Before what? The Arizona Diamondbacks oh, went to the World really? Series. What, what are you doing? He ain't, he ain't sneaking before the important thing, which is 2000. He got a two. That's crazy. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Oh, so I, he barely got the two. <laughs> man. Oh, man. And you gotta, go ahead. I was going to say, like, a lot of these dudes playing these sports, carrying that two. It's crazy to think about, man. Oh, that is true. That is true. Uh, it's the final call before we get out of here on this Tuesday night. We'll be back tomorrow night from 7 to 11. No Cowboys crosstalk, which means uh, I'll be in studio with my guy Reg tomorrow night from 7 to 11. Oh, you're going to find out what I do in here on Wednesdays. Oh, what? It's just the show. It's nothing special. Oh, I was like, what, mm-hmm. is, what does that mean? That was kind of cryptic. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, scary. that's why I was like, huh? That was the point. I thought it was funny. Maybe it wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired. Rangers um, in five. That's what I got. That's right. Rangers in five. Um, I've been trying to kind of get a feel for the new Frozen Frenzy the ESPN is putting on. Uh-huh. And I feel like I might my my perception of it might be tainted by the way that it was described. Which do you did you do you think of or do you think you can remember the way that it was described to you or the way that you saw it described? Well, it's supposed to be kind of similar to the NFL red zone, kind of a whip around of 
you know, all the games, you would see all the goals, you would see, you know, the big moments of each game, like that kind of thing. Yeah, and from watching it, it feels a little bit more like like Sports Center look-ins. Oh no. Right now, and of course, I'm not watching with the, I'm not watching with the sound on. And so I can't really get a full full uh, estimation of what it is. But, I mean, I don't think that's necessarily bad, but I think my brain is just like, this is in red zone, which, you know, hey. like I mean, nothing's red zone. Exactly. It's not going to be exactly like red zone, but I think I allowed just, you know, that description to change the way that I viewed it. I'm, I'm interested in uh, hopefully I'll get an opportunity to really sit down and actually see what what it's fully about. Um, but, yeah, as of right now, I'm just like, huh, I don't think it's quite what I was expecting. But it looks like it's cool. Well, I hope it works uh, out because we I, got it. We got it. To, they get hit us with the two box right quick. They were oh, like, wow. "I heard you was I heard you was talking mess." Well, I got introduced to John Butchergrass in a way today that I never thought I would. Um, as he was on the Pat McAfee show today, my man was in a a tank top, mm-hmm. tatted up, yep, you know, white beard, Kangol aviators, you know, drinking Starbucks. It looked like sitting in the car. I was like, who is this? And what has he done with John Butchergrass? This season two of Peaky Blinders. That's who it is. Oh, John- <laughs> that's exactly who it is. That's a good show, too. Is it? Peaky Blinders? I never got past the first episode. Oh, wow. Yeah, Just- someone, I, I I usually, I can deal with the slow show. That show so, felt so slow. I was like, you know what? I've heard that it's great. I'm willing to take your word for it. I'm out. Shout out to the stars. They won the night. That's right. In regulation. How about that? You love to see it. And regular, they didn't get to your seven goals that you you know you love. But it's they, fine. They, they score four. They can try again on when, when are they playing again? I was about to say uh, <laughs> Friday, but that's when the Mavs are playing their sec their next game after tomorrow. I don't know. I'm I, so many sports that I literally that's where I was going to go. It's just like I feel like I've had to take it. I had an appreciation for just. I'm not complaining about my job. Don't Time to take it up a notch, Reg. But just like the ways in which this time of year makes you cover a whole bunch of ground. That's I'm right. talking about watching a whole bunch of basketball, watching this hockey. College football. College football, NFL football, obviously postseason baseball. And in a, in a more intense way, postseason baseball, yes. even than already what postseason baseball is. That's already right. intense. So, oh, man, my, my brain, I think, is feeling, feeling for it. So I'm going to sleep good tonight, I think. Appreciate the hard work of my man Chris Strong on this evening. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Again, Rangers kickoff game one of the World Series on Friday night. We'll have you ready all week long leading up to game one of the World Series. We'll be on Wednesday and Thursday, but, of course, off on Friday. So looking forward to that over the next couple of days. Cowboys get ready for the Rams on Sunday as well. For Chris Strong, my partner, Reginald Atatula. That's me. <laughs> my name is Kevin Gray. This has been the Get Right Reggie KG here on 105 through the fan. Y'all be good and don't be faking injuries out there. Y'all be easy. Peace. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.